it's Erica. And it's Liana, and this is the Night Guys Podcast. We're here to join you weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff, supernatural, extraterrestrial, cryptid, culty, true crime. And we will have drink. Do you have a drink? I don't even know if you have no, one. No, I just ate so much pasta, I can't possibly fit anything. Oh, well. Actually, I have water. I forgot. Drinking lemon water. Say, but I, uh, mm. Ooh. Mm. Ah. <laughs> so good. Cheers to lemons. <laughs> Well, I like lemon. I hate lemons. Gross. Cheers to non-lemony water. You're just wrong. It's fine. Mm. How dare you? Mm. I'm never wrong. Uh, so should we should we start this off with uh, our thanks? Because we need to give thanks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Praise Jesus, for he is... <laughs> no. No, that's not what we're thinking. What? Uh, unless it's the Jesus from the Big Lebowski, oh. then I'll pray to that guy. Nobody fucks <laughs> with the Jesus. The Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Even that bully mall is the best. It's so no, good. it's so gross. It's the best. <laughs> I do love his purple suit though. Oh, it's good. Doesn't it say the Jesus on the back. I think so. Pretty sure. Should just rewatch it. And... That's good. Maybe Bobby should be him for Comic-Con. That's a really good idea. And then you could be Donnie and then just fuck fuck <laughs> everything up. <laughs> no, I need to be what's-her-name. Um, Missing her pinky toe? Julie, no, the other oh, one. Oh, Julianne Moore's character? Art lady. Oh yeah. <laughs> She's so weird. Okay, let's get back to just our thing. talking monotone <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> she was really annoying, but I loved her. Uh, I, yeah, same. Annoying, but I, li- I like mm-hmm, it. It's mm-hmm. so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> Her hair is fun. It seems very easy to handle. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> back to our thanks. Okay, okay. 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 We have a new Patreon member. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my husband, Bobby. Thank you. Woo-hoo! We love you. Oh, wait. I love you. Liana platonically loves you. I platonically love you <laughs> like I love... <laughs> A lamp or something that gives me all platonic things, <laughs> or a good book. I don't know. <laughs> and Bobby's pretty cool, so if you want to be cool like Bobby, you should be a Patreon member, also. Yes, because he gets to listen to our exclusive content and see our awesome videos that we've posted. I have actually another one that I need to post an additional. Oh God, there's I think there of were what? like three or four of them. They're so ridiculous. I'm, I'm really bad with a GoPro. I'm not pre-watching any of these. I'm okay with it. <laughs> but we actually should give him a toast. Yeah, have to give him a toast. We're gonna give him like a kind of pretend toast right now because right now I'm not really technically allowed to drink alcohol, and so I have to give a lemon water toast. Shame. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> so we'll do a proper toast when I'm able to drink again. But yes. for now, Erica, you should start. Oh God. Hmm. How does one give a toast? to Bobby. Mm. That's how it starts. <laughs> <laughs> May your beard forever be full. Be full and lustrous. <laughs> May your eyes always twinkle and your ears forever be not hairy <laughs> and full of grace from listening to our tiny guys. <laughs> and may your business be prosperous and allow you to buy Erica many things. <laughs> yeah, like this. Starts. Let's keep going. May you be successful and allow wife to be at the spa daily. 
And also along the lines of prosperity, <laughs> make enough to buy a ranch in Hawaii. Big enough yes. for Liana to join with Sean and our cats. <laughs> Cheers to your like good health, too. sir, and prosperity <laughs> and lustrous beard. <laughs> Etc. Et oh, water is so good. I know. It's so good right now. Mm. Uh, okay. Yeah, cool. I actually have news today. Ooh. Yeah. Pray tell. Well, this is about a stupid person. So that's oh, my I love favorite. those. Those are, those are prevalent. Mm too many so doctors remove a 10 inch knife from a teenager's brain what <laughs> the family oh. of a 15 year old kansas boy is breathing a sigh of relief as doctors are able Not to Florida. remove a 10 inch knife that was lodged in his brain in fact i think i even saved the picture so that i why did it get it there you. well that's the fun part <laughs> so he was playing saturday with other kids when his mother jimmy russell mother's name is jimmy whatever i like it to each his own or to each her own whatever it doesn't matter uh heard him scream loudly outside of their home in bourbon county at first she figured bourbon. it was just part of the horseplay she quickly learned otherwise Ooh. he came to the door and when he opened the door it was blood and he had a piece of metal in his face and it was really shocking wow that's a good group of sentences great writing cool. <laughs> this is huffington post so but this is direct this, that was a direct quote so i mean oh no i just text you a picture of the um do 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 the x-ray apparently eli was handling the knife when he fell and it went through his face becoming embedded in his skull the tip <gasps> of the blade stopped right at his carotid artery so he was like super lucky because he could have just no kidding easily died I'm looking at it it's like it looks like... As close as it can be without touching it. Oh. Oh, that's creepy. I was thinking it was, like, sticking out the top of his head. It's, like, through, like, above his lip, next to his nose, like, cheek. Almost looks... Aimed look up towards the top of his head. Yeah, like, toward his eyeball. Phew. Ew. It's, like, right behind it, too. Yeah, she says, it was is instant. I was like, oh, my God, call 911. This is bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even You're damn right it's bad. <laughs> I'm not even sure exactly how it happened at this point. Point. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was scary. And But cool. yeah, it was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was real scary like. Oh, oh man. <laughs> the precarious position put him of uh, the knife put him at uh, risk of a stroke or other serious damage. <gasps> so it's like really scary be because of the because it's right next to the carotid. So they said it could not oh, have no. had a pound more force on it and him and have him survive the event. So he was just like it was like a slight cut or tear would have led to massive bleeding. So um Ew, this is so gross. His team had to control the blood supply to the area with balloons and catheters before they could actually remove the uh, blade from his face. And they had to use a vice to grip it rather than their hands because they didn't want to, like, wiggle it. Push forward at all. Uh-huh. Oh, that must have been so horrifying for the people, like, hooking up that vice. Yeah. And he's probably awake. Like, he'd be so scared. I'd be so scared. I'd want, like, a robot to do it. <laughs> I can't mess up or something. I don't know. Get C-3PO in there. <laughs> he told his... His mom told Inside Edition that he's, quote, going to stay away from sharp objects. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Yeah. That kid's... So he just fell on it? He just fell on it. How old was he? Fifteen. He? Fifteen. <sighs> 
Okay. So 15's <laughs> not too old to be like, don't run with knives. Apparently. Eli. Jeez. His name was Eli Greg. What a, no. All right. Yep. There we go. <laughs> Smart people. Uh, people with a... Uh, Two first names for their name I know. or whatever. I mean, I Maybe don't want yeah. anything bad to happen to kids, but that could have been a Darwinian uh, death. Like, he was very, yeah. he was very lucky. So lucky. Oh, God. I don't know what I would do if somebody opened the door and that's staring at me. Yeah, I'd probably barf on them and then be like, I was oh. just going to say, I'd probably barf. Or I would be, like, super chill with it. And yeah. then once it's all done and I know they're okay, then I would start like barfing and fainting at the same time. Faint barfing? <laughs> yeah, just I'm done. <laughs> would that be called a farf? Would you be farfing? Farfing. Mm, or maybe. or fainting? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's your news? Decisions. <laughs> <laughs> That's my takeaway. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh, mine is odd footprints found in the forest. Where so else like are like, Bear. <laughs> weird footprints found? Did that sound like Fozzy Bear was such as me? Oh my gosh. Now that you say that, the yes. forest. <laughs> <laughs> Like, who do I sound like? Fozzie. Oh, shit. Totally. Like, I love it. Okay, Kermit. <laughs> That's like my favorite. Kermit. <laughs> Is that the only impersonation I could do? That's sad. Pretty much. Didn't even know I could. You're good at um, it. Um, okay. So this is a cryptid article because they think it was Bigfoot. Oh, what state? Uh, uh, you know. Oh my God! You can't tell me that Bigfoot is somewhere in the forest, but then not tell me what forest. He's everywhere, nowhere, Leon. Uh, He's in a portal. Don't you know? (laughs) It was the border of the United States and Canada. Um, We share a a large border. (laughs) (laughs) A dude was out there walking around, and. What's a little suspect to me, I mean, I don't know, I guess everybody films everything that they do lately, but he was filming and comes upon these footprints, Mm. and as he's walking, he's got, like, kind of rain boot, like, shoes on. (laughs) Yeah, his uh, his galoshes, and he um, is like, oh, hi, and then, like, puts his foot in the footprint, and his two feet in front of each other, like, are the same size as it, so they're really big. They're, like, the length of two, like, heel to toe. Okay, got it. Yeah, and um, they're super far apart. Um, it takes them, like, a pretty big step to get to the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they make his foot look really uh, tiny. Um, so people aren't sure what it is. They're trying to figure out if it's fake or not. A lot of people think it's a Bigfoot because it's kind of... Kind of a stomping ground. Hmm. <laughs> was it like shaped like a human foot, or what was this? Did they show a picture? Yeah, they haven't. There's no like cast of it or anything yet. Yeah. So it kind of just looks like the grass is kind of tall around him, but where the print is, it's the dirt. Hmm. So it stepped hard enough where you can kind of like it flattened and kind of pushed the grass aside. I don't know. Interesting. I can grab a screenshot of it and. 
post it. I'd like to it's kind of cool though. I'd like I kind of like more. it. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm down. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's him. <laughs> he just was. Maybe it's not stopping by to say hi. He's like, "What's up?" <laughs> <laughs> hi guys. Bigfoot here. <laughs> cool. Whoa. Well, I wish I knew what section of the border because we've got some big old borders. Yeah, I know. I wonder if the BFRO is actually going to be investigating it. Who? The BFRO. Oh. I was like, who's a, who's that guy? No, that's <laughs> the group that won't get back to I us because they hate us. Why? I don't know, man. They never got back to you because they're crazy rude. Yeah, it's it is rude. not okay. It's no okay. It Why would... I don't get that. They can't be, like, overflowing with requests. Yeah. We just had questions. And I was super polite. Whatever done with you guys Pissed. start my own investigative bigfoot and other society <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly you'll have to come up with a good acronym mm-hmm. one that's like a dig on them <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll think about it okay cool i like it should we get into our our topic let's do it so we landed on fairies for this week oh i'm so excited i even have my fairy wand that's really small that i use to whack sean with (laughs) it's a weapon i actually got it at like a school supply store and apparently this is used by teachers as a like pointing tool as like a pointer i'm like i would i would whack people with it and so i could never be a teacher nah it'd be hard so I just whack Sean with it instead. That's fine. This is acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what should we start with? Because there's a lot. I I have too much information. I'm going to go everywhere and nowhere. There's going to be no direction with this. Cool. I am basically of the same mind. There's a lot of information. Fairies are not just the little Tinkerbells. Tinker Ugh, I hate Tinkerbell. I love her. Dude, she is a tool. I hate no her. No way. She's the bay's name. You know why I extra hate her? Because I went to Disneyland to go to Ariel's Grotto and get a picture with Ariel. And then I get there and I'm like, this looks different. And they're like, oh, Ariel oh, got Pixie Hollow. scooted over to California Adventure. And this is Tinkerbell Land. And I was just like... Oh, Ariel Her Chelsea, got... I think, is still there. It Ariel got shoved over to the reject, the reject land that nobody likes to go to. And she must be back though, because they I redid her restaurant. It's gone, and now it's like a Pixar restaurant. Oh my god, I hate so it. I wonder where she is. I hate Tinkerbell. I hate her. Mm, I like her. She's good. She's a turd. Whatever. Anyway. Shout out, Tinks. No. I got you, girl. Got you. Anyway, not all fairies are little Tinkerbell, green fairy, fluffy, foo-foo things. It's actually really scary. (laughs) They're mean. There's some nice ones, supposedly, but, like, they're mischievous. If you piss them off, Mm -hmm. that's real bad. (laughs) But they're major folklore for fairies, like, all around the world. Like, there's not... It's Uh not just Europe. It's not just... Ireland and England and Scotland. Scotland. Like, there's even talk about them, like, from the Cherokee. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It seems like it's the heaviest, though, in... Oh, for sure. Britain. And what I have is that the oldest 
on record of them is from the 13th century. Sounds about right. At least in England. Um, And there's so many different types of names for fairies. Like, that was one thing I know you want to talk about. There's, like, a million. Like, fairies aren't just called fairies. Mm -hmm. They're, um... So there's, like, goblins are considered Mm -hmm. fairies. Um, They also call them bugaboos, which is kind of funny. There are lots of names for fairies. There's all these names. Um... (laughs) What's really freaky that I didn't like is that a lot of people think aliens and fairies are one and the same Ooh. from accounts because a lot of times they're little and green. Oh my god! But you got I hate. all excited about fairies, and now you're gonna be less excited about fairies. Yeah, I don't like it. They think that like. So the other thing I think that's really fun about fairies is um a lot of the uh, people like believe in the fact that fairies are like elementals. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, pre-Christian, like, way back, like, like, there's a fairy for, like, wind and this and that. Like, it's, like, really base, like, each one's assigned a thing. Mm-hmm. And, I, like, kind of like gods and goddesses have powers. That's, like, fairies are the same thing. Yeah, exactly. So there's a fairy spirit that, yeah, takes care of animals. And one does air and one's water and all these things. <laughs> I think it was really cute. I really like that. I thought it was adorable. I think it's really sweet, and I really like that it's it's one of those things where they are honored and a little bit revered, but mostly just people fear them, and they're like, okay, don't piss them off. Mm-hmm. Mermaids was one, which, I mean, you can look at mermaids. They're considered fairies, I guess, oh. too, which is nuts. And, like, so mermaids could be great, but they're also, like, sirens. Yeah, there's, they're, like, drowning people and mean. So a lot of these characters are way more dark than, I like, we think of mm-hmm. because of Disney, I think. I don't know. The other thing that was freaky, did you read, too, that fairies like to do the, they ca- like, they call them jack-o'-lantern lights or will-o'-the-wisps? Will will yeah. So creepy. Yeah. Like, one thing fairies will do is, like, you can be out, like, at night, see, like, lights. If you follow them, you, like, they'll take you to, like, somewhere where you can fall off a cliff or <laughs> get stuck in, like, quicksand or something or so creepy i don't like it don't follow lights in the forest i mean if i saw something in the forest i would about face and go oh away. yeah no well because like in like all the ghost shows and everything people are always like talking about like green orbs or like with aliens you'll see like an orb i know i like to say that i'll go hunting for this crap but i feel like if i saw it i'd be like i got let's go <laughs> i don't know orbs are creepy because they're like you can't tell how close it is to you or how far because you don't have any idea of the size of it so it's like and you don't know how fast they move (laughs) no i don't like it this is the one that somebody said uh had to do with fairies maybe seeming like aliens Mm. it said um as recently as 1962 um a farmer's wife told how she had lost her way on the berkshire downs and was put on the right track by a small man in green who appeared suddenly at her elbow and then disappeared oh well at least he was nice like it and then this one is a woman on holiday in cornwall with her daughter came across a small green man with pointed hood and ears Mm. Mm. i like it i don't like it oh i just don't know i don't like that they're little no it just scares me (laughs) don't be such a weenie it's fine I'd rather it be really big. Huh? Little. I know. Like, okay, know. I'm way more afraid little, of a tiny spider than if a If they're villain. at, I don't know. Like, how, how big, when you say big, how big are you thinking? Like, our size. Oh, well, 
I was reading that some of the folklore would indicate that they actually weren't tiny at all and that they were like 14 feet high. Wait, what? Yeah. So um, in addition to aliens, people have associated fairies with the spirits of the dead. Um, Some people would like in Ireland, they believed that fairies were the spirits of the dead who returned to provide warnings and wisdom. Um, Mm. And those fairies were actually, I'm going to butcher this. So just whatever. (laughs) The Tilwith Teg. And they thought that the ancestor spirits were over six feet tall. And then over in Cornwall, fairies um, are people who are deemed not good enough for heaven, but not bad enough for hell. And they are shapeshifters, but they become smaller with every transformation, which I thought was kind of cool. Ooh, weird. And then some people think that they're angels or devils, so like the lower end of the angelic ranks, and they're here to watch over us. And then Hmm. other people think that they're like diminished gods, like um, they were just, I don't know gods that had like mated with humans and stuff and then yeah (laughs) but those are the ones that are said to be around 14 feet tall which if they were big i feel like you would die if you saw one (laughs) i have so many emotions i have so many (laughs) about giant fairies yeah they should be small only (laughs) i just don't know i don't know so this is a little bit of some info, at least, to add to all of this mm-hmm. other info we have. <laughs> um, it says, typically in Celtic legend and lore, the Fae are associated with magical underground caverns and springs. Ooh. It was believed that a traveler who went too far into one of these places would find himself in the fairy realm. That How makes... amazing would that be to walk into? I like that idea. <laughs> um. Uh, would it be good? Yeah, it'd be great. Okay. <laughs> in my in my imaginary world, it's fabulous. Okay. All right. <laughs> They're gonna like braid my hair cool. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> okay. Okay. Another way <laughs> to access the world of the Fae was to find a secret entrance. These were typically guarded, but every once in a while, um, an adventurer would find his way in often he found upon leaving that more time had passed than he had expected in several tales mortals who spend a day in the fairy realm find that seven years have passed in their own world so this is a common theme too with fairies i read this in other um eyewitness accounts or people who have like personal stories of it Mm -hmm. is that if you're like out wandering and you see a fairy ring which is like a part a, a, a piece of ground like in the forest or like a field or a meadow and um, it's like a circle where the grass and everything just doesn't grow. And it's a perfect circle. Yeah. And a lot of people um, think it's just like, oh, like a fungus or something weird grows here. Um, but people who believe in fairies, um, they think that there's like when they dance in a circle, mm-hmm. like they emit something that kind of like keeps everything from growing. Ooh, creepy. And if you step into one, you will spend seven years there. And you'll just be, if you wander up on someone who has, they'll just be, like, staring and not making sense or, like, dancing around. And they think that they're, like, dancing with the fairies for this, like, short amount of time. And it's been seven years have passed unless someone pulls you out. But So seven's, like, a weird lost time number that is, like, common with fairies. Weird. Creepy. So you think you're just there and you're 
you're really like spending seven years dancing with these guys and they're totally messing with you. How big are these fairy circles? Because like if somebody needs to pull you out, what if you're in the middle of like a 20 foot circle? No, they're like smaller. Oh, okay. They're like, (laughs) I don't even know. Like, um, like if you had a hot tub, that's a circle. Like that Don't size. rub it in that I don't have a hot tub, all right? That's oh just rude. God, I wish I had a hot tub. If I'd be doing this podcast from it. <laughs> <laughs> we have a hot tub in our complex, but too many of our neighbors, like, bring their kids or their grandkids over. Oh, I and I that. know that our swimming pool and our hot tub is just filled with pee. I won't I go in it. I won't I go can't. in it. I don't swim in pee either. It's, I don't. Not, it's not my bag, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Do you swim and pee? Uh, you should write us a message at nightguyspod at yeah, gmail.com. Yeah, that worked out for you. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> so this is one of the things I love also about fairies hmm. is um, that in certain parts of England and Britain, it was believed that if a baby was ill, chances were good that it was not a human infant at all, but a changeling left by the fae. Um, if left exposed um, on a hillside, the fae could come reclaim it. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So they're telling people, if your baby gets sick, leave it on a hillside? Yes, sir. <laughs> don't do that. I really want to oh, check with, like, do Scotland Yard and be like, how many cases of children left There's in There's a baby fear? on the hill. Get that baby. Um, William Butler Yeats, I believe, relates a Welsh version of this story in his tale, The Stolen Child. Parents of a new baby could keep their child safe from abduction by the fae by using one of several simple charms. A wreath of oak and ivy kept fairies out of the house, as did iron or salt placed across the doorstep. Hmm. Also, the father's shirt draped over the cradle keeps the fae from stealing a child. So random. Like, maybe it's the smell. (laughs) Oh, maybe. Um, In some stories, examples are given of how one can see a fairy. It is believed that a wash of marigold water rubbed around the eyes can give mortals the ability to spot the fae. It is also believed that if you sit under a full moon in a grove that has trees of ash, oak, and thorn, the fae will appear. Do we even have those trees here? I mean, oak trees, yeah. Let's plant them. (laughs) (laughs) That and the marigold water. I wonder if the marigold water would, like, make you, make your eyes burn or something. (laughs) I don't know. Probably. You're like... (laughs) I'm very particular about what I put on my face. (laughs) I know. I have a regimen. It make me break out. I know. These weird sores really weak. <laughs> She's a changeling, kill her. I'm seeing things for sure. <laughs> ah, pimples. Ew. I just really enjoyed that while researching this that I discovered that all kinds of things that I just associated as their own little species were actually parts parts of the the fairy world. Like goblins and brownies and dwarves and stuff like that like i had no idea i thought they were all just you know their own little thing mm-hmm. but no there's covers all of them I, there's so many yeah so i wanted to talk about the random little weirdo guys that the little that comprise the fairy kingdom i love it well i thought this was kind of cool i didn't know that gnomes were earth elementals 
And they live below ground and guard the treasures of the world. So start digging somewhere and look for treasures and gnomes. And apparently there are also wonderful metalsmiths, particularly of swords and dress breastplates. How do they know this? (laughs) All right. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to make fun, but I am. I'm totally making fun right now. (laughs) Oh, no. Wait, there's another thing that's, they're called knockers. (laughs) Now that I'll make fun of. Apparently, they are mine creatures who are friendly to miners. Should check with people in Philadelphia and see if they've ever come across any. But apparently, they bang where rich ore may be found. So that's why they are knockers. I just think of boobs. I hear knockers, I think boobs. Sorry. Uh, All right. eh, Give me a good story. Okay. Well, uh, I don't know. All right. There's a few. I kind of... I really like this changeling stuff because it's so creepy. So changelings are like part fairy, part human, or are they all fairy and they can just change their appearance? Say you and I are roommates. Uh-huh. And one day you start acting funny. Mm-hmm. I can like claim that you're a changeling it's kind of it reminds me of like committing people who shouldn't be committed oh it's like a scapegoat for getting somebody like out of your life and it holds up in court people no way not gotten prosecuted for murder and instead of had it reduced to like manslaughter which is way less when you're straight up murdering somebody because by saying that that person was a Fairies are involved. Wow. (laughs) What? Insane. So a lot of people think that, like, if their baby is sick or colicky, that it's like, this isn't my baby, this is a fairy that is, can change form. That's another thing fairies can do. They can look like other things, and they'll look like your baby. And your only explanation for it is... They've taken mine, and this is a And they've replaced it? Yep. Not your baby anymore. Oh, no. So it's really bad. And they can also do that with adults, too. I feel like in stories it's more common with kids, but it definitely happens with adults, and it's nuts. That sounds (laughs) like a perfect way for somebody to get the insanity plea. Totally. So... Wow. That's in, that's crazy beans. Dude, okay. it's insane. So I I'm I don't know if this is the article or not. So we'll find out together. Okay. Um, but this is interesting, even if it's not. Um, <laughs> so there is a society called the Fairy Investigation Society. Oh. Mm, it's pretty cool. Um, and they do a lot of eyewitness accounts of fairy rings. Um, the Fairy Investigation Society was founded in 1927 and was active until World War II. Jeez. Um, and it lapsed for a period of time. It was again active from the 1950s until falling out, um, also in the 1990s. Damn. Okay. Like, that's they crazy. Are, they are messing that's around. Recent. Um, the society whose membership, uh, role once included Walt Disney. What? Yeah. Um, and Hugh Doubting, he's a hero of the Battle of Britain, um, was comprised of fairy believers. Um, so there are some people who are well known in it. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, in 2013, the society was again launched, but in a departure from its long history, it now welcomes anyone with interest in fairy lore. 
Um, awesome. You don't even have to believe necessarily, but can you as join? Long as you're like from a lover of it. The United States. Oh, maybe we should look into that. Because um, it sounds like they'll like let that. us in. BFRO. I'm talking to you. <laughs> yeah. Buttholes. I'm so mad about Buttholes that. Buttholes RFO. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let us in. We're going to make fun of you. Yeah, you blows. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. Um, okay, so this is from an investigation that the society did. It was in one of their newsletters um, in January of 2017. Crazy. It says, when my mother was a young girl, her father sent her to fetch a bucket of water many fields away from where they lived. On the way back with the water, she stopped at the top of a low-lying hill to rest. Looking back down over the field, she saw a large group of people all dancing around in a circle in one of the many local fairy forts. That's another name they call fairy circles. Fairy fort, okay. Um, She described their collective dress as comprising of similar colors, red, green, blue. The people were also wearing hats or caps. My mother knew that the area in which she lived at the time of the sighting was sparsely populated with only a few neighbors close by, and those who lived there were not rich or rich enough to have that many people partaking in that kind of merriment. Um, And even (laughs) if they were, it was very early in the day to be doing so, and the ferry fort was several fields away from the nearest road. It dawned on her that these people were no ordinary people, and she could sense that they were supposed to be looking uh, at this dance, that she was not supposed to be. Oh. Creepy. That's creepy. She got that feeling. That makes me think um, of that Midsummer, 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 whatever. <laughs> that that. I don't know if I can say that name when I go see that to the ticket person. I'll make Bobby. That should be fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she took off running back to her father's house, spilling most of the water on the way, and in doing so, upon her return. She got yelled at, which is like she relayed the story uh, to me, which is the girl's. Uh, Uh, the granddaughter um, many years ago only after listening to a local radio station documentary on Irish folklore and legends a caller phoned in and told a story which is super similar to hers Mm. a group of people dancing in a circle in a fairy fort wearing the same colored clothes Um, this caller's story would have taken place in the same decade uh, that was her mother had her experience she said my mother kept the story to herself for many decades I suppose from a combination of ridicule and growing up in Catholic Ireland and the fact that one was to be careful when speaking about the little people. Oh. Um, that's why she kept it to herself, but she didn't tell anyone. And she's thinking now maybe, like, in this little article that maybe someone else saw the same group. That's so creepy. I just think it's really cool that fairies are, or just the fae, are a big part of their lives over there. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have anything like that. I mean, we kind of have Bigfoot, but Bigfoot's like a giant joke for a lot of people. It really bums me out. I agree. Then there is this about changeling children. Yes. I want to know more about changeling children because that is the creepiest crap ever. I think what's creepier to me is the fact that parents are just like, yeah, you can leave your kid outside on a hill. Mm-hmm. And people did it. Ugh, that's so f- messed up. Ugh, so this article, I'll kind of skip around because it's pretty long, but there's some fun stuff in it. Um, it talks about how fairies are dangerous and not believing in them was dangerous also. Oh. Um, not to respect them or take them serious was very dangerous. Um, and that's why... <clears throat> People were, like, scared to talk about them, but knew they existed. No, it was, like, a weird gray area with them. Because <laughs> okay. you don't want to sound like you know too much or involved, because then why do you know so much? And 
Got it. It's, like, scary. Um, They would call them the good people, the gentry, the fair folk, the people of peace. Um, Oh, so they were trying to, like, make nice with them? Yeah, by calling them good things. (laughs) Got it. Okay. Um, So even though they called them these kind of nice names when they talked about them, they made you or your animals sick, sometimes to the point of death. They could draw the life or essence out of anything from... Like, people, like, or milk or butter. Like, anything that had any essence in it, they could take. Weird. Oh, that's why people leave bowls of cream out. Oh, really? Yeah, they leave bowls of cream out, like, on their doorstep or whatever as, like, an offering. Oh, that's wild. I guess that makes sense, though. Like, that's, yeah, like an offering. That's crazy. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Super creepy. Their powers, (laughs) as we have seen, were almost limitless, not only demonic, but even godlike in scale and scope at times. Creepy. Yeah. Um, Oh, 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 so creepy. So um, while ordinary people still believed this less than a century ago, the educated had also believed it in the area of the era of the witch persecution. Persecutions. Uh. I can't talk. Witches do these kinds of things, and fairies um, were often referenced in their trials when people were like, you're a witch. Like, sometimes people thought fairies were involved. Um, Weird. This was interesting, too. Although Joan of Arc was tried as a heretic rather than a witch, the later, um, the latter association naturally clung to such an unusual woman because, you know, right. she's tough and she that was weird. Cut her hair. What a weirdo. Uh, and it is notable that in 1431, her interrogators took an interest in the fairy tree around which Joan had played in her childhood. Oh, my God. Yeah. Isn't that weird? They thought maybe she... Was a changeling? Like, or, yeah, or had something to do with the fairies, because wow. it's too weird that she was a person existed then. <laughs> it's just... It's that so creepy. Mm-hmm. So it said, like witches, fairies were powerful, uncanny, and unpredictable, and like witches or vampires or any of the world's numerous magical figures, fairies were scapegoats. So we kind of talked about that earlier, too. Yeah. Like, which is shitty. Because say they're real, then there's people, like, claiming... That it is a fairy when they know it's not, which is messed up. But then also, I feel like that is they're damning themselves, like if they are real, because fairies are mm-hmm. going to be all pissed off at you. I don't like it. I don't. So it's kind of like a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Just leave a bowl of cream outside and hope for the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> These fairies are creeping me out. Just kidding, guys. <laughs> You're all great. You're the bestest. Um, okay. Um, so for fairies, real or not, they could not be harmed. Um, women taken for witches certainly could be and were after, um, and after official persecution ended, there were hundreds of serious vigilante assaults on them throughout Britain. This is just so crazy. In reality, however, fairy scapegoats did produce a great deal of human suffering. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. The problem here was what people did to real human beings who were believed to be fairy changelings. This is so sad. Uh, I don't know if I read this one. We'll see. 
the, the one that's really creepy I'll read last. Okay. Um, in August 1909, an old woman of Donegal, um, her name is Annie McIntyre, applied for a pension. She told the pension committee that although she did not know the number of her years, she remembered being stolen by the wee people on Halloween night <gasps> in 1839. She oh. said, yes, by good luck, my brother happened to be coming home um, that night and heard the fairy singing and saw them dancing around me in the woods. He had a book with him and he threw it in among them. Then they ran away. The applicant added that the people celebrated the event by great feasting and drinking and the committee decided to grant her a pension. So she claimed she was behind on things because of that and they said that's a good reason. Damn. You can't even come up with like a reason like I am physically unable I'm I'm injured or something, and then the government here is like, too bad. Go be a hobo under a bridge now. <laughs> so <laughs> that's kind of a thing, too, where people compare fairies to aliens because it's lost time. Oh, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Which is a common thing in UFO abductions. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Creepy. I just don't know. But also, I love it. I kind of do, too. Um, I don't know if this one is... I'll read it. Whatever. Um, I can't say this place. It's try. Like all consonants. I try every time it's, and I butcher it. The first it. four letters are C-W-M-C. Try. <laughs> try it. At Conk Astel Farm in Wales, a 70-year-old man told Evans Wentz that in his childhood days, a great dread of the fairies occupied the heart of every child. They were considered to be evil spirits who visited our world at night. Even in the less typically fairy-haunted flats of Norfolk, young children growing up around the First World War were told, if naughty, that the Heidi Sprite was at the bottom of the garden and would get them. On the whole, this distinctive East Anglian spirit evoked far less terror than Celtic fairies. There again, one 1980s informant recalled it as a black bat-like figure, man-sized, hovering silently in the twilight, waiting to snatch away disobedient children. While many boys and girls are being enchanted by fairies at the bottom of our garden, others were being told these stories. (laughs) (laughs) Messed up! I love that. Scare the kids away. That's the best. Uh, I just don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> Some of these are just so weird. Oh, are you okay, Punky? Um, so this is about babies more. So yes, um, I let hear us more imagine <laughs> a large rural family in which an initially normal, healthy new baby presently begins to seem suspect. He cries incessantly, fails to grow, walk or talk, has oddly, um, oddly like bigger features, and is constantly hungry. At one very basic level, a child continually crying and demanding food and able to work like its six- or seven-year-old peers is a liability in such circumstances, um, you know, during this era especially, because, like, kids were put to work fast. Um, But these problems almost certainly took second place to the real and frightening belief that it was not yours and that your child has been stolen. Hard as it now is to credit parents in such cases, very probably felt just as distraught as the modern mothers and fathers making um, television appeals about their missing or abducted children. Oh. Wow. I, I guess well, I never really thought about it that way because it just sounds really heartless. But, I mean, of course they'd feel sad, but it's just 
It's like, really? Mm. You really, really believe that? that That's not your kid? I just... I don't know. It's strange. I just don't know. That's like so... I mean, it's so hardcore. As a mother, even if you were convinced that Esme was not Esme, would you... (laughs) No. Do any of the horrible things? Text that baby! (laughs) Yeah, I couldn't. No, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, let me see. What's this one? Oh, there's just so many, and it's really scary. Like, they have... It's What's weird is, like, I know in some cases when people are sick, like, they'll call, like, priests and stuff, and uh-huh. they'll, like, take an active role in thinking that's it. Like, what? That they're being... Changelings. Like, they're f- oh. not them. So they call a priest to try to make the changeling go away and bring back mm-hmm. the... Mm-hmm. So I guess that's the part that I'm trying to figure out. Say your kid is a changeling. Okay, what now? Do you ever get your kid back? There's like... there. I could probably find it. Um, There's like things you're supposed to do that kind of are like the marigold water and crap. But for that... Um, I read it somewhere earlier. I don't know. I don't know where I found it because there were so many. Let me see. Maybe this will say it. Um, no. It says, meanwhile, in Yorkshire in 1884, Mr. J. Ooh, Coxedge recalled how as a child he had often looked in wonder, um, at hat maker Fanny Bradley, the tiniest woman he had ever seen. Um, <laughs> And (laughs) while this woman was busy at work, these fairies came and stole her children, is what he assumed. And when she found that her children had gone, she cried. It was so much trouble that the fairies brought them back and placed them where they found them. And and they said that that was the reason that she and her brother were so little. Hmm. It's just so weird. Hmm. Okay. I don't know how I feel about that one, but okay. Okay. And then... Okay. Okay, I don't need to do that part. Okay. Don't tell the story. It's fine. Well, no, there's like a ton of information. Oh. Okay, so <laughs> the lady that I was talking about that's like super creepy. Her name's Bridget. She's not creepy. But the story <laughs> is. Sorry, girl. Um, Shame. Her name's Bridget Cleary. Um, this was in... She was born in 1869. Okay. Um, she was Irish um, and... She was accused of being a changeling by several people, one of them her husband. Oh, no. (sighs) It's nuts. I mean, when you think about it, 1895, it's not really that long ago. No, but that was also during the time where, like, men couldn't get divorces if they wanted to. Or, like, people couldn't? Yeah, I don't so know. So, what better way two. to get rid of your family member than to say they're a changeling? This, I think, was more he was jealous. That she was a changeling? No. Oh. Of her just pre-changeling. Oh. <laughs> so, um... I'm, yeah, whatever. I'm cool. <laughs> I don't know. No, me either. Stay away, fairies. Okay, <laughs> so Bridget was born around 1869 in Ireland. She married Michael Cleary in August of 
Um, he worked as a cooper. I'm not sure what that is. And she served as a dressmaker's apprentice. Okay. After the marriage, she returned to her townland uh, to live with her parents while he continued to work. During this period of living apart, she grew independent, which is kind of cool, especially for, for back then. Um, she kept her own flock of chickens, and she sold eggs to neighbors, so she's kind of like a hustler, an entrepreneur. Good for um, her. She made her own money while he worked, too, which is great, which wasn't very common during this time, but she had an income also, which made him not happy because it made him seem like he Couldn't wasn't provide. bad enough to take care. Right. And so, yeah, so this was unusual for this era and specifically where they lived. Uh, um, she was also a professional woman in general. She obtained a Singer uh, sewing machine, which was state-of-the-art at the time, and um, she kind of started doing her own, like, alterations and stuff on the side, too. Sounds like a badass. Yeah, she was. Um, despite their eight years of marriage, they didn't have kids. Um, and, yeah. Hmm. So, this is just so sad. It's so sad. Um, (laughs) It really is. Um, So, where they lived, um, from what I understand, um, neither her or her husband were entitled to the house. I think it was one of her parents. Um, So, that pissed him off a little bit, too. And also, um, where they ended up renting... Or whatever, I guess mm-hmm. it was where they rented. Um, it was kind of common knowledge in the area that it was built on the site of a supposed fairy circle. Oh, snaps. Not good. So, Bridget was reported missing in March 1895. She had evidently been ill for several days. Her diagnosis was said to be bronchitis. More than a week or so into her illness, um, in March of 1895, a physician visited her at her home. Her condition was considered sufficiently grave that a priest soon followed to administer last rites. Jeez. Uh, Several of her friends and family members attended her over the next few days, um, and a number of home remedies were administered, including one ritual that anticipated her later uh, demise. Her father and her husband accused her of being a fairy (laughs) sent to take Bridget's place. They threw urine at her, and she was carried before the fireplace to cast the fairy out. So that's how you get rid of them, I guess. Throw pee on you, hold you to a flame. Kind of like witches. Um, oh, my God. By March 16th, rumors were beginning to circulate <sighs> that Bridget um, was missing, and the local police began searching for her. Michael was quoted as claiming that his wife had been taken by fairies, and he appeared to be holding a vigil. So he kind of rallied the neighborhood and <gasps> made it, people feel bad for him that this is happening to him and his poor wife. And people got on board. Witness statements were gathered over the ensuing week. And by the time Bridget was burnt, corpse was found in a shallow grave on March 22nd. Nine people had been charged in her disappearance. Nine people could have stopped this, including her husband. Um, Yeah. So she died by being burned. Um, He is a piece of garbage. Yeah, there were legal hearings that ran from April 1st to April 6th, which is pretty short. That's very um, short. Yeah, a tenth person had been charged, so add one more in there. And one of the original nine was discharged at this stage, leaving nine defendants bound uh, for trial. The court session began on July 3rd, and the grand jury indicted five of the defendants for a murder, including Michael. All nine were indicted on charges of wounding, 
Oh, my God. The case proceeded to trial. Evidence showed that on March 15th, Michael summoned Father Ryan back to the Cleary household. Ryan found Bridget alive but agitated. Michael Cleary told the priest that he had not been giving his wife the medicine prescribed by the doctor (laughs) because he had no faith in it because it was not sickness. It was a changeling. According to Ryan, clearly then said, people may have some remedy of their own that might do more good than the doctor's medicine or something to that effect. Bridget was given communion and Ryan departed. Later that night, neighbors and relatives returned to the Clary house and argument ensued, again tinged with fairy mythology. So she probably said, I'm sick, please get a doctor, they fought. And he's like, no, you're a changeling, you're not my Bridget. Oh my god. At some point, Bridget told Michael that the only person who'd gone off with the fairies had been his mother. Michael attempted to force feed his wife, throwing her down on the ground before the kitchen fireplace and menacing her with a burning piece of wood. Um, Her skirt caught fire and Michael then threw lamp oil on her. (gasps) Yeah. The witnesses were unclear as to whether she was already dead at this point. I hope... She was. Michael kept the others back from her body as it burned, insisting that she was a changeling and had been for a week previously and that he would get his wife back from the fairies. As part of the trial, the jury was actually led out to the storage building where Bridget's body was being held for burial and where it was available for viewing. The jury were given the opportunity to see the condition of the body and the extent of her injuries, as well as to personally verify that the body was indeed Bridget's. Um, what the jury witnessed in the outbuilding convinced them of the horrible suffering that she had endured. Uh, ultimately, Michael Clary was found guilty of manslaughter and spent 15 years in prison. He was released uh, and went to Liverpool. His charges against some of his co-defendants were dropped, but four were convicted of wounding, which I feel like can't be that bad. Wounding. Some people call her uh, the last witch burned in Ireland. Mm. Um yeah. That's There's so a sad. nursery rhyme that so kids sang up. after her. And they sang, are you a witch or are you a fairy or are you the wife of Michael Cleary? <laughs> <laughs> Poor thing. <sighs> she was like, just give me medicine. He's like, no, here's my pee. What an ass. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Well, in a completely different direction, in addition to uh, just sightings and stories, there have actually mm. been unusual findings, um, like burials, like that people have excavated. Ooh. Like there's been skeletal remains of extremely small people, and they've been found all over the world, and they usually dismissed them as evidence of like pygmy tribes. But it's really crazy. Like this, this one story is um, two gold prospectors in Wyoming discovered the remains of a mummified tiny man um, sat on a ledge. He was probably in his 60s at the time of his death, but he was approximately 20 inches tall. <clears throat> when you bear in mind that um, Chandra uh, Bahadur Dangi of Nepal, um, smallest ever human to be verified at 21 inches. Like this guy was small. Like, And how big was the skeleton? 20, 20 inches. So smaller, not by much, but enough. Um, also, apparently incredibly small skulls have been found in Montana's Beartooth Mountains. Um, oh. They found a mummy of just 11.625 inches tall. Oh my um, gosh. Whoa. And then, oh, sorry, the 11.625 inches tall uh, skull. Uh, mummy was found in Central America in 1920. So I don't huh. know. And these these are not skeletons with with dwarfism. Like the, they're they're all fully um, what's the word? Like proportional. Proportion. 
Yeah. Huh. Wow. Did you ever see that weird video from like a year or two ago where I think they're in New Guinea? Somebody is with his friends like mountain biking around and like Mm. they're on a dirt road trail and the vegetation on the left and right is like at least four feet tall. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's in the back. His two friends are riding ahead of him. And there's, like, a small person, like, in front of him on the trail and then dives into the, like, tall reeds and is gone. And it's, like, a sighting. And people didn't even know, like, anyone, like, and he had, like, a really, like, I don't like using the word primitive, but he had, like, a spear that was um, with him. Like, he had a weapon. And, like, it was crazy. Hmm. People were, like, discussing it, like, years ago, like, online, because it was just, like, so wild, because he was like, what? Who's this person? Weird. Yeah. I I just, there's so much that we don't know. I think that's what I'm always going to maintain. Like, I'm not going to say that, like, all the fairy, like, the different fairy classes are real, like, gnomes and dwarves and brownies and, like, all of that, but I'm sure that there are things that we don't really definitively know about. That's what I'm going to say. I think, yeah. And whether or not they are aliens or angels or... We don't even know all of what's in our oceans. So how can we say that... We do know that there is just a buttload of plastic in our ocean. Oh, it's so upsetting. (laughs) Do not get me started on that. I know. Oh, it makes me so mad. I know. Shame. too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what that's what brings it. out the shame bell not the yeah. idiot 15 year old that f- landed on a knife on no. it with his face unless he litters then shame on him also <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's all i got i think fairies are are pretty cool i don't know i, I think I don't... they're awesome too they're they're scarier than yeah they're not happy fluffy things they're they're really they're kind of nasty and mean they are they're nasty, mean. They I don't they like that play they tricks s- on you. Yeah, I don't like that they're tricksters. Yeah. But like mean tricks, like stealing someone's essence and like making them sick. Ew. No, no, that's not nice. Not nice at all. I don't yeah. like it. Not that <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. They they're scary. Yeah. I like them from afar. I like believing that they could exist. Mm-hmm. But I, I have see, I've seen no paths. evidence. Oh, yeah, I, that too. Unless, like, I'm friends with one and then they, like, put in a good word. <laughs> they're like, they're my human, don't hurt them. Yeah. Like, as... This one's off limits. Like, shiku. Homie protection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my homes, homes. <laughs> uh. The different types of fairies, there's, like, there are goblins, apparently. Yep. They're ugly. They're ugly fairies, which is like, well, of course they're going to be mean because they ugly. They ugly. <laughs> There's hobgoblins. <laughs> I really like the name. I like that name too. Apparently, they live in farms and they like the the warmth of the hearth. Um, and Aww, it may don't we all? it may Maybe I'm one. <laughs> it may enter your home to get near one. Occasionally, they may become a nuisance, but they're generally good natured unless someone offends them. Maybe I am one. <laughs> Maybe you're a hobgoblin. <laughs> oh my god, I'm a hobgob. <laughs> a hobgob. <laughs> what? Oh my god, I relate to that. Okay, cool. You like yeah. fireplaces and... Don't offend me. You get upset when you're offended. 
It sounds kind of just human, but yeah, right. <laughs> but more gobliny. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's my true inner inner person and the goblin. <laughs> I actually believe that. <laughs> I think I'm. I think I'm more like a brownie. They are lone fairies that get attached to a house and live in a dark corner corner of their home in a cupboard or a hollowed tree near the home. Um, oh, they're helpful and they keep things tidy. Oh, I like that. Hmm. You need a brownie Maybe in your house. Maybe my parents are one of each. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hybrid. <laughs> I think I'm closer to a brownie than I am a hobgoblin because I like to be in a dark corner of places <laughs> my, like my house. I just want to be warm. <laughs> well, that too. Yeah. Do any of these fairies like cats? <laughs> they haven't said anything about animals. Uh, yeah, no. I guess if they're stealing animals' life forces, maybe they're not that good of friends. Nah, I, I didn't see anything that was that was mean to animals. Mostly it was... They, they probably just kind of like live in harmony with the animals or, you know, don't, like don't piss idea. them off. They're more focused on humans because... Animals don't really, they only make decisions based upon survival, for the most part. Survival and love. They're not out there to do something malicious or mean. Mm-mm. So, I think that's why fairies pick on us. Yeah. Probably it, true. But Whatever. That's all I'm going to share about fairies. Same Sweet. I've learned <laughs> that I don't want to encounter a fairy at all. I have no interest. But I would like to see... A fairy circle. Would you rather encounter a fairy or a ghost? A fairy, because a fairy is a solid creature. Ghosts, there's there's nothing there. You can't whack that. You can't kick it. Mm-hmm. You can't swat I'd see at a it. Ghost. Oh. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't want to see a ghost. Ghost on my peeps. No. <laughs> Just sitting here in a dark room. I'm getting freaked out. I don't want to talk about oh it. Oh my anymore. god. You're so silly. <laughs> so lame. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just feel like with a ghost, like, they can go through walls and they can, I don't know, like, latch Do on cool to you. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they like, latch on to you. Nah. Yeah. I just them not to. It's that doesn't always law. work. Sometimes you have to get a priest. Nah. Yeah. You need no priest up in this. And then you have to, like, wait for, like, the cardinal to get permission from the pope. And then, like, that nah, all takes time. Old bats. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that. Oh, my gosh. I'll get rid of it for you. Mm, I don't know. Yo, ghost. Take off, bro. Peace. Get out. <laughs> no. You'll be oh, bad at it. You'll make them mad and they'll, they'll latch on even harder. They're just hugging you. No. Ghost latching are just hugs. I don't want it. <laughs> just hugs. Ghost That's hugs. All. Whatever. Well, should, should we spin the wheel? I was going to ask that. I haven't updated it, so this should be fun. Oh, God. Spin the wheel. Let's spin it. Sean wants you to re-add um, targeted individuals so that we can do a round two of that. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. I'm kidding. (laughs) All right. Say the thing. Play that ditty. Who's Carl Higdon? 
How is he on our wheel? Did he enter his own name on there? <laughs> oh, it's a UFO, alien abduction, do-do-do-do. We just did aliens, so I'm going to give you a pass on that one. Okay. Oh, it's a weird one, though. Oh, mm, that's booby. You're going to hate it. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, well, the other option is shadow people. Oh, God. Oh, I like shadow oh. people. I think they're fascinating. Makes me so uncomfortable. Cool, shadow people! Oh, God, Liam's going to have nightmares. Okay, shadow people it is. Just imagine shadow people with cute fuzzy cat ears on their heads. I'll try that. It's not I'm playing work. with balls of yarn <laughs> while they're standing there. <laughs> you guys are so dumb. Why play with yarn? <laughs> they're like, what's wrong with this girl? <laughs> what are you even saying? <laughs> I don't know. I like it. I don't though. know. I need to go watch TV. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had to go to sleep. My medicine is making me so sleepy. Sleep. Well, <laughs> that's fairies. That is fairies. And join us next week. I will not be so sleepy then. Um, for what are we doing? Shadow people. Oh God. I would like already block kittens. It out. <laughs> kittens. We're doing kittens that play with balls of yarn. <laughs> all right awesome well this is the night guys podcast i'm liana i'm eric okay bye-bye me Ooh, i did not like that one that was gross